Bonjour, amigos. Here we are again, chapter 500, two days after the election. And how are we doing? Are, are we hanging in there? Are, are we still confident? Are we still calm? Do we still believe in American elections and American democracy and the American institutions that maintain the integrity of those elections? I still do, even though I just had to watch a very difficult press conference conducted by Donald J. Trump in the briefing room of the White House, where for 17 minutes, he basically, uh, it was fucking obscene. Um, <laughs> there were so many lies, there were so many myths, truths, whatever the fuck you want to call them. There, there was so much propaganda, there was so much anti-democratic and, frankly, anti-American rhetoric that uh, my instincts are to just to just go fucking nuts, right? Like, enough of this motherfucker already. Uh, I, I, even though I'm calm, uh, the death of outrage, uh, I have not succumbed uh, to... Although succumb uh, is my favorite word in the English language, more on that uh, some other fucking time, right? Succumb is a, it's a fun word. It's a fun word. It's got a, it's got a silent B in there. You know, it's fun. It's a fun word. Um, clearly, I'd rather talk about anything than the president of the United States. Because here, here's where I'm at at this point. Now we've had the election. And worst case scenario for Joe Biden, it's going to be 270 to 268 in the Electoral College. And it takes 270 votes to win. And once some one gets 270, the rest of it can go fuck itself, right? That's the way the Electoral College, that's the way American democracy works, that's the way we've structured this fucker, right? Donald Trump at this point to me, because we're after the election, and I understand the things he says and the things he does, sure, they're still relevant, because sure, he's still the President of the United States, and sure, there are 33% to 40% of people that actually somehow, some way believe the nonsense that come out of that motherfucker's mouth. So I understand that we can't totally dismiss the Donald completely out of hand. That said, at this point, he's nothing more than the obnoxious drunk at the end of the bar that just keeps spouting racist, bullshit, anti-American fucking nonsense constantly. And so we have two choices. Uh, we, can, uh, we can try to continue to ignore uh, the person at the end of the bar. They keep getting louder and louder and louder in their obnoxiousness. Uh, we can try to fight that person. Uh, or go with, uh, I, I said there were two options, but clearly there's three, because here's the third, and this is the most logical. Uh, this is the part where we, we just move further away. We just move further away and stop paying attention to the random fucking drunk and whatever the fuck the random fucking drunk is saying. Even though president doesn't drink, but uh, I think when one uh, allegedly uh, consumes that much Adderall... Um, yeah, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, worse than a drunk at, uh, at this point. Uh, man, mad, man, man. So I was actually, um, I had aspirations of being so calm and so mellow to, uh, to begin today's podcast that uh, 
I haven't done it in a long fucking time. And it just seemed like the right thing to do until right before the show started. I was, uh, was going to start with a fantastic rendition of everyone's favorite song called Tongaleo about a magic and Mexican donkey. What, fish be what? I was going to do, uh, or at least I felt like I was explaining why I wasn't going to do Tongaleo. What, what did I say? I said magican, Mexican, well, yeah, magican. It's a, uh, it's a new word uh, that I just accidentally invented. And apparently uh, that's, a, that's a Mexican magician is, uh, is a magican <laughs> as, opposed to, as, opposed to, as opposed to magical. I'll tell you one thing other than the election, which, which believe it or not, is not driving me crazy. But the one thing about the coverage that's driving me crazy is... I I do okay with words. I do okay with reading. I do okay with understanding that shit. What I really get confused in, and if you want to throw me off in any fucking conversation, just start including numbers. I get desperately lost when, when any conversation starts including numbers. And it doesn't matter, matter what network you're watching at this point. Uh, you, you got numbers all up and down the right side of, of the screen, all up and down the bottom. And, th- and then you got somebody uh, pressing a screen on the screen, pulling up different counties, and it's all numbers and ratios. And it, it's very fucking confusing. I want to... Uh, uh, if I if I had a superpower where I where I could close my eyes and then I open them and I wake up in a TV studio of my choice, I would just uh, walk around and throw like pool cue balls at every single one of those things. I fucking so hate big boards and magic walls or whatever they call them. Uh, Steve Kornacki is the Michael Jordan of that shit. No no offense to John King or whoever the fuck CBS and ABC have running their big boards or magic walls, but. Uh, I just do my best. I just do my best. And, th- and that's why I'm not singing Tongaleo, a song about a magican, <laughs> Mexican. Actually, I think once we say magican, we no longer need to employ the term, employ the term Mexican, obviously, since a magican is a, uh, is a Mexican magician, my Mexican friends. No plotis tienes. Akeora regresan. El fin de semana, wigan al tenis. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. No. I, yeah. All right. What do you want to do now, Fishby? You're actually here. Are you sober? Not even close. All right. I've never seen an extra dimensional fishbowl put away so much alcohol in my entire life. And we spend a lot of time in Mexico whenever we fucking can. This du- He's almost finished not one, but two half gallons in Jack Daniels in less than three days. It is a drinking phenomenon, the likes of which I am. Um, it is, yeah, it's impressive, Fishby. It is. It's, it's really impressive. Uh, there's questions? All right, let's, uh, let's do some questions. I, um, okay, all right. Why not? Why not? I'll uh, rub a little baby Buddha belly here, give a high five to SpongeBob, touch a... The ghost of uh, my grandfather is a wind-up tie. All right, Fish B, what's question one? Uh-huh, all right. Yo, <laughs> no instruments. Fish B's too drunk for, uh, for instruments. Yo, it's me, Fish B. This is why you wanted to get to the questions. Why aren't we making a bigger deal of our 500th show together, and are you finally willing to change your name to Gary? 
That Gary reference is just a throwback to a joke that has clearly lost its punch and why we haven't used it in months and months and months and months and months. And Fishby, well, this is chapter 500, sure. Uh, this is not our 500th show together because there's been interludes and things like that. I believe um, 518, uh, if you go back to SoundCloud, which I'm pretty sure is, is the only place that has every single show uh, we've ever done. Uh, 518, and that's not including the three at least, maybe more, but the three at least we've recorded posted and then immediately realized, holy fuck, we just quit the podcast and told the whole world we never wanted to be heard from or bothered ever again. We should probably take that down uh, based on the three. So at least like 521. So that's why we're not making a bigger deal of our 500 show together, because it's just a number. It's just a number. It, uh, it uh, doesn't matter. Chapter 500 is uh, no more special than uh, 499 or 501. What's next? How the fuck is the Trump campaign still letting Ruli Giuliani hang around after Borat, the subsequent movie film? That's a good question. I, I saw Rudy, a picture near the president, just, just within the last, like, 24 hours, I think. I, I don't know what the fuck Rudy was doing, but they were together. Um... I love Borat, uh, the subsequent movie film, so much more than the original Borat, and honestly, more than every other Sasha Baron Cohen project. And I, and I have a tremendous amount of respect for the genius that is Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, but this thing has been out for a few weeks now, so I, I think everyone who wanted to watch it and not have me ruin the ending has watched it. And, and I'm not going to... But uh, in one of the scenes in the film, you've probably heard about it, uh, Rudy... Uh, <laughs> Borat's daughter, who in Rudy's world believes is an actual 17-year-old Kazakhstan girl, believes this reporter who's interviewed Borat, sorry, a 17-year-old Kazakhstan, and Rudy at one point uh, ends up uh, lying down on the bed because he thinks he's about to get raunchy with who he thinks creepy Rudy's like 70 fucking years old, with a 17-year-old, all right? And he's down on he's down on the bed, and he's got his hand in his pants, and he's untucking his shirt or whatever he's doing. Uh, Rudy's excuse was he was he was he was fixing his shirt or his belt or something because as men that get dressed up know the only way to appropriately uh, appropriately excuse me uh, magican the only way to tuck in one's shirt is to. Uh, just light it on the bed and do it and act like you're taking off your pants. Yeah, because there's just, um, although we haven't quite reached the death of outrage or the death of shame, uh, we're closer to the death of shame. But any other human being, I mean, Al Franken resigned from the Senate for taking a picture where his hands were near a woman's breast. His hands were near, adjacent to, close to, right? Meanwhile, Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor and attorney to the president, spends a lot of time in Ukraine. I can't figure out why. Anyway, who cares about Rudy? Moving on. What's next, Fishby? Let's make these good questions. Let's just, 
for chapter 500. If you want to make today a special day, let's really uh, knock these out of a uh, metaphorical uh, park or something. What's the, what's the play? All right. Well, I, I apologize for that buildup altogether because here's this question. Do you have any words of advice for Justin Bieber's pastor? <laughs> what? The, what? <laughs> I um, I think I don't know who Justin Bieber's pastor is. It, Justin Bieber seems like a um. I love them when people that are uh, that are really rich and really famous and have a lot of regrettable behavior in their past. I love when they come and I'm. <laughs> I should be a better person than to criticize someone else's fate. So I'm not talking about the Beeb specifically. I'm talking about, you know, just human beings in general of, of, of this alleged caliber that, that are uber famous and uber rich and have a uber uh, questionable past and, and, and stock options and actual Uber. Um, that, that they somehow uh, justify their wealth and their good fortune by finding the good Lord where nothing happens by accident, where God has a plan for everybody and his plan for the beebs. There you go again. Name checking them. But is, uh, is being richer and, and, and just and more indulgent and all that. Anyway, it's, um, it's a curious place. Uh, uh, to find the Lord, but whatever. Uh, his pastor, uh, uh, some dude from some mega church. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know their name. Cheating on his wife or something. I, I don't know. Justin Bieber's pastor is, is, is not doing as well as Justin Bieber. But um, Justin Bieber's pastor is, uh, it is a funny thing to be. It's, it's a funny thing to have on the LinkedIn, right? A funny thing to put on the business card. Not as, uh, not as fun as, uh, as Justin Bieber's llama, but still an uh, interesting thing to be, nonetheless, or at least formerly, uh, Justin Bieber's pastor. What's next, Fishbee? Let's try to get this one better. What's the scariest non-election news story you read today? Huh, the scariest non-election news story. Did you see the one about the South Carolina jellyfish that are the size of beach balls, or if you haven't, if you haven't seen my beach balls, about that big. Um, but these things can like like hurt boats. I'm not sure they can sink a boat, but that's a big jellyfish. Jellyfish and uh, and rays uh, make me nervous. Uh, they're off the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Anyway, they're big jellyfish, and apparently they're really scary. Jellyfish can, uh, they can hurt you. They can, uh, they can, they can hurt you. What's next? Oh, yo, it's me, Fish B again. Really? They've had like four questions and you've taken two of them and you're drunk. Uh, yo, it's me, Fish B again. And I say, death to Bravo's Andy Cohen. Who's with me? Um, uh, death to Bravo's Andy. Well, now, as far as I know, I think I think death to uh, to Bravo's Andy Cohen is probably a little far. In fact, I think any criticism of uh, Andy, uh, there's just bigger, there's bigger jellyfish to fry, 
at this particular moment. Apparently, uh, Claire McCaskill, who's a former senator from Missouri or Missouri, depending upon which part of the state of Missouri or Missouri you call home, but uh, former senator, now she's an MSNBC political analyst, and she accidentally uh, said the word um, transsexual instead of transgender, and she felt very bad about it. And then Bravo's Andy Cohen in a tweet said, it's okay, you misspoke, don't worry about it. That's not the exact uh, tweet, I'm paraphrasing. But then uh, a bunch of people got mad at Andy Cohen, and these are people with too much time, you know, who, uh, uh, I say life to, uh, to Bravo's uh, Andy Cohen. Sorry, Fish be moving right along, what's next? In your official capacity as GMO, for the uninitiated, excuse me, for the uninitiated, if I could enunciate, magican. Um, GMO is not genetically more modified organism. It is uh, the global media ombudsman. So in my official capacity as a global media ombudsman, have I watched any good documentaries lately? You know, last night I needed a little break from being the mayor of Sirius Town and, uh, you know, music lover, global, global media ombudsman. Um, I watched the Dolly Parton uh, documentary on Netflix, and, and and God bless Dolly Parton. You know, she's had husbands since the '60s, and like no one's ever met, like no one's ever fucking met him. Like Jane Fonda met him once, and also uh, by the time I came of age, like Dolly Parton was she's she's always been so much older uh, uh, than me, and I've I've never actually gone back in time and seen a, a photographs or picture of videos of a Dolly Parton uh, performing, like in the 1960s, the 1970s, the early 80s, for that matter. Holy cow! Th that Dolly Parton, I mean, she's a happening, she's a good-looking older lady, which is, which, which is what she's been my entire life, and, and that's a great thing to be, is a, is a happening, good-looking older lady. But man alive, was she a good-looking younger woman. Holy cow! Y you, know, you know who else... Uh, I, uh, I learned that about, I, I didn't, uh, I did, like, I, I knew she was famous and I knew she used to be a bombshell. I, I just never seen old photographs. Um, Sophia Loren. If you ever have a chance, like, like Google image, like, like Sophia Loren, like in her 20s, she is, uh, whoo, that's nice. Let's, let's move on before I just keep talking about, I like, uh. Yeah, I'm an admirer of the uh, of the female form. Always, uh, always have been. Uh, what's the best Wesley Snipes movie character of all time? Finally, Fishby. Finally, we're getting to the important questions. Uh, the best Wesley Snipes movie character of all time? Major League. Willie May Hayes. He runs like uh, May. Or yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Whatever. Next, Willie May Hayes is the answer. Not Blade. No, not Blade. Uh... Since you have a Dutch last name and a heavy Dutch penis, can you please explain the art of Dutch relaxation known as Nixon? Or is it pronounced Nixon? Even though it's Dutch, it, uh, it's spelled like a piece of uh, uh, Ikea furniture. N-I-K-E-S-E-N. -E is that Nixon or Nixon? Anyone know? Because... Because I don't. I Clearly, I don't know much about this uh, Dutch art of relaxation, but I'll tell you what. Tomorrow is Chill Friday, and uh, I'm, I'll research that. We'll, uh, we'll figure out what the uh, me and my Dutch last name and 
uh, in all fairness, uh, uh, average weight. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll try to uh, figure out what the Dutch relaxation, uh, known as uh, Nixon or Nixon or probably something I haven't even said. And uh, last question uh, doesn't come from Isaiah. I'm just calling it here. Chapter 500, two days after the election. Last question reads, Can you believe your stupid podcast outlasted the mighty Quibi? Oh, Quibi. Oh, yeah, I can believe because here we're a very small operation. We've got me who's in charge of being a moron. And then we got we got Fish B who's in charge of the questions and usually the musical accoutrement when Fish B is uh, not ridiculously fucking wasted. And then, of course, we have a, a 10 year old executive producer, Isaiah, the tiny player. Uh, we have a pro bono a podcast consultant that lives in San Diego. And we got a friend named Patrick. Uh, that, that's essentially uh, the entire uh, fishbowl team. Uh, Quibi raised $1.75 billion. Quibi, $1.75 billion for this, for this new media phenomenon where all their content was going to be shorter than 10 minutes or whatever the fuck it was. It, it didn't even make it a year. And uh, I think in January, we'll be like on three. I don't even know how long it's been. I know that this is chapter 500, two days after the election. Uh, so on behalf of myself, uh, Fish B, and how could I forget uh, who we used to call uh, uh, a, a magical uh, Mexican donkey? But now, of course, we've all learned that that term is simply magican. May your night be magican. And let's reunite here tomorrow. Uh, weekday podcast. Uh, we're, we're one of them. Uh, our, we strive to be here every weekday, regardless of quality and content. Uh, Quibby, Magicans, Andy Cohen. Anyway, uh, till manana, say adios, Fishby. <laughs>